Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Do you find yourself saying yes to things that you'd rather be saying no to? I have to make a confession. I used to be guilty of this myself. That's right. I'm a recovering yesaholic. Like, in fact, as salon owners and creative entrepreneurs, and particularly as women, I think sometimes we try to do it all. In fact, we overdo it more than we probably realize or care to admit. Often without even realizing, we spend so much of our energy trying to please everybody else, saying yes To everything that comes our way, we're opportunists, of course, and constantly putting ourselves last to ensure that our teams, our partners, our family are all happy. But what does this leave us with? Not the feeling of success and fulfillment that maybe we hoped for, but actually feeling burnout, exhaustion. And what good can come of this, right? So it's time, I think, that we ditch the endless cycles that we've managed to get ourselves stuck into and create a healthier, more sustainable lifestyle so we can continue to reach the success in our salons, our businesses, and our lives. So I want to introduce you to Sonia's statement. Now, she's a business and leadership coach. Sonia is going to share her tried and true strategies of how to stop the monster of comparison, avoid burnout, and overwhelm. Let's meet the lovely Sonia. Sonia, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Very pleased to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, before we dive in, um, let's do this. Uh, Why don't you tell us, Sonia, who are you? Where are you in the world? What do you do? And how did you come about to be doing that? (laughs) Well, that's that's such a lot to cram into a very short space, (laughs) but I'll I'll do it. I'll try. Give it your best. Yeah, I will. Uh, Well, I'm a leadership development coach and I'm also a corporate speaker. So I do lots of speaking engagements and, you know, I work one-on-one with uh, business owners and leaders um, and also in groups. And I have been an entrepreneur and a coach for 22 years now. So a long time I've had my own business. I've done a lot of business coaching over those years and I've really been able to work with thousands of people across the globe. So I've had like really a lot of hands-on experience and helping business owners and leaders step into their power, figure out how to more effectively run their businesses and their leadership, and, you know, have a more fulfilling life. Um, Currently, I'm in Mexico. I'm in a beautiful little town called San Miguel de Allende, um, which is in the mountains. And like, we have the most amazing weather right now, and it's gorgeous. And I travel around with my family. I've got my husband and I've got my two kids who are 20 and seven. And we travel around as a little nomadic family and it's quite enjoyable and fun. Okay. Did I cover, did I cover it quickly? (laughs) You did amazing. And my naturally, I just want to ask you more about this being nomadic and traveling around, but it's not really the purpose of today. So I will hold back. Maybe I'll ask you about that later. Uh, Sounds like an amazing, uh, amazing thing to be doing. Really why I invited you here today is in the hair and beauty industry. 
my observation, which has been doubled down sort of post-COVID, pre-recession, is a lot of business owners, and I'm sure it's not unique to the hair and beauty industry, mm. really are close to, if not already, hitting burnout, uh, exhaustion, um, and it's affecting the rest of their lives, you know, as parents, as wives and husbands, um, as leaders. It's affecting self, health, mm-hmm. um, and the relationships that they're having with their people and their team. And I really wanted to explore, because I know you you speak to this a lot, um, why that's happening or why we're letting that happen to ourselves and what really is the root cause that maybe we're not thinking about because I suspect that the burnout or the, the conflict in relationships actually comes from something that's happening within us. It's not yes. that the other person is annoying or that the business is, business is hard. Actually, what are we doing? Um, and so I would love to have your insights and thoughts on that specifically. Yeah, look, I love this topic. And I think it's a really important one, because we are at the core of our businesses, right? Everything that we feel is somehow, you know, filtered into the things that we're doing and the choices that we're making and the experience that we're having. And one of the things that I think is really important when we're talking about the subject of burnout and exhaustion and challenging relationships is personal energy management. Now, Mm. let me tell you what that even is, because I think a lot of people are like, what are you talking about? What is energy (laughs) management? And, you know, it's really our ability to navigate our own energy and our energy is like widely diverse, right? It's not just how much stamina do I have today, right? How much, you know, energy do I have in this moment? It's actually about how we best operate. It's how our natural rhythm is. It's who we are as a person. And are we operating in a way that's more aligned with who we are? Because we'll be a lot more successful when we're doing that. So I think when you start to understand what personal energy management is, when you start to understand how you best operate and you kind of realign your business and life with that, you're going to be much more effective in every single thing you do. Um, You know, burnout is often caused, I think, because we're wasting a lot of energy right? In, mm-hmm. in areas that we mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing and things that we shouldn't be doing. And for women in particular, we're often over-delivering, right? We're over our capacity. We're trying to appease everyone. We're trying to make everyone happy. We're trying to serve everyone. Well, it's exhausting. It's impossible because our energy is very finite and we only have so much capacity. So I think it's a really important subject and something we need to be thinking about. Yeah, I, I want to talk about capacity because I know for me, for many, 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 many years, um, the majority of my uh, business ownership years, I didn't really have a concept that there was a finite capacity and that there was a container that I could live within and that at some point it would be full and it would overflow. That was just like it was not in my realm of thinking. I, now that I know this... <laughs> I don't understand how I could not know this, but anyway, uh, that's the the power of hindsight. And I really, truly believe that I thought I was Wonder Woman, not because of I thought I had this amazing ego and I could do all the things because, I don't know, I wanted to prove something, but because I just didn't understand that I couldn't do everything. And maybe it came from, I don't I haven't unpacked it. Maybe it came from people pleasing. Maybe it came from, I don't know. But I just would say, yes, and I'm an opportunist. 
I want to say yes to opportunity. Um, and I would just say, yes, and I can do that. And yes, and I remember and we got married and then we did something with the house and then we had a baby and I didn't make room for those things. And so you, mm-hmm. is this the common thing that you experience? Yes. Yes. And I think we're taught, right. We're taught early on to just do it all. Just, just do it. Right. I love that, you know, sort of that Nike phrase, just do it. Right. We're not really taught about limitation. We're not taught about our capacity. Right. And I'm not saying we're limited. Like we can create anything. We can do anything, but we have to be aware and understand how our energy flows so that we can do it more effectively and we can do it sustainably. Cause what happens is, you know, I have, I've worked with thousands of business owners. What's happened over the years is that I've watched them burn themselves out. I've watched them burn themselves into a ground. If you're not managing your energy, you literally are not sustainable. And so something will happen to where you lose success in your business. You give it up, you quit, you exhaust yourself to where you get really sick or you're in the hospital, you get a chronic disease. I've worked with so many people who kind of get these kind of issues because they didn't properly navigate their capacity. It's kind of a little bit, I imagine it like um, being a professional athlete and turning up to the race day and you didn't eat properly, you had a few yes. wines last night, you went to bed late, and, you know, uh, um, you were running around. I don't know what you shouldn't be doing when you're a professional athlete. Yeah. But would a professional athlete turn up to a race not prepared? And I think That's we do this right. every day in our for our families, for our businesses. Mm-hmm. Is this right? Yes, 100%. And I love that, that, you know, kind of picture because, you know, athletes know the power in taking care of their body right? They know how important that process is. And so they do. Business owners, on the other hand, might take care of their profits. They might take care of their clients. They might take care of their mind if that's the primary thing they're using, but they forget about all the other parts of themselves that need to work together to help them succeed. And so, you know, how many business owners ignore their bodies, right? They don't eat properly during the day. They don't get enough sleep. They don't have breaks away from the computer, right? They don't do these things that are so imperative to our liveliness and our aliveness and our health. And that really matters. You know, one of the things Mm -hmm. that I've always taught my clients is we have to prioritize ourselves first. Actually, that is a business process because so many times we, we won't justify it. We'll put ourselves last the bottom of the pile after we do all the other things. But if we don't prioritize ourselves first, we're never going to get to that real success that we want in our business. Yeah, yeah. And I think we can trick ourselves that we're doing such a good job and we're doing all of the things and, you know, this that Wonder Woman kind of mentality. Yeah. I'm doing it all. When I was young, uh, the New Zealand where I live had a national campaign, Girls Can Do Anything. Yeah, I was young. I don't know why the country was doing that, I guess, you know, post-70s, <laughs> 60s and 70s. Um, so why, and I grew up with a single mom, and so I grew up thinking, well, I can do anything. Um, but nobody said you can do anything, but you can't do everything. <laughs> and right. that little message was missing, I feel. I've learned yes. that now. <laughs> yes. And I think, you know, we have to discern, right, and be able to make choices that best serve us. You know, doing all the things or doing everything, it's not very strategic. It's not very helpful. It's not very supportive of ourselves. And so it's really about being able to discern what is more aligned with where we want to go and what is not aligned with where we want to go so that we stop wasting so much energy in the wrong places. 
So I feel like there's two parts here, Sonia, is this true? It's like this personal energy, the personal choices. So I'm 100% so I turn up. And and that has its own, you're saying everybody's as individual. Let's talk about that. And then I think there's a second bit, which is the more tactical versus strategic, like what is in my container? And if I've got a finite uh, capacity, being a little bit smart about choosing what goes in there maybe. Let's just go back to the energy one. How do we understand what ours is so we can show up? Because I, I'm kind of thinking like this is what makes me, if I turn up to my team or to my husband, to my children, I'm grumpy. This is my fault, not theirs. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. Managing yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and it starts with knowing yourself, right? It starts with actually unpacking and knowing your energy. And this is something that, you know, I've spent years working with people on because, it, you know, we're not taught, well, should I, well, how do I best operate or what is my energy like, right? We're just taught to be a certain standard, be this standard. This is what your energy should be like. This is what you should be able to do. This is what your capacity should be. And we're not taught to really look at ourselves and say, but how do I flow? Right. What is my Mm. rhythm? I mean, for me, I am a very big introvert. Now I'm great on stage. I've done a lot. I do lots of speaking. I love people, but I get my energy from being alone. And I mean, I need an extreme amount of alone time and I've got a business I'm running and I've got kids and I've got a husband and I've got friends. And so I've had to learn to prioritize my alone time, because I cannot even access my full potential unless I've prioritized that time. So it's getting to understand and know our rhythm. Now, for some people, if they've, if their natural rhythm flows with what society is kind of praising or what the standards are, you know, if they're more masculine, if they're more, um, you know, like assertive, if they're more energetic, well, then they probably have never had to battle against their own personal energy. But if you're more introverted, if you're more of a flower, if you're someone who is, you know, less apt to have a ton of energy, if you're battling any kind of chronic illness, like there's all these things where we don't fit into the norm and yet we're never taught to align our life and our work with that rhythm, right? We're always operating outside of rhythm. And the truth is, is that burnout comes faster if we are doing things that are misaligned with our rhythm. So, you know, for me, I'm real slow. I need to have plenty of space when I I spent, you know, probably, I mean, I've been in business 22 years. So I definitely spent the first decade and a half (laughs) running myself into the ground, trying to be like every other business owner out there. And it took me a long time and a lot of study and a lot of practice to recognize that I have to operate in a very different way. And when I do, I am so much more successful. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team, you love your team, but you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. 
ways to serve your clients make more because everybody wins the team the client and of course you the business owner now if you want to find out more just dm me uh, and let's chat i'll make a plan for you i'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode all right let's get back to the episode i love this a lot um and this kind of knowing your level of introvert versus extrovert and getting the being aware of that and then getting the balance right I can certainly look back to the years, 20 years I had my salon, and I never would have known it at the time, but I can look back at that and go, that extended me beyond my level of, I'm not, I reckon I'm not omnivert, um, like I'm quite in the middle, I need equal amounts of both. If I'm too introverted, I go a little bit crazy. If I'm too ex- extroverted, um, that exhausts me. And mm-hmm. I don't think I recognised all of that type. A salon is a high energy high people touch environment yes and that I think extended me on the regular beyond my you know omnivert kind of need for both um yes and it's only been retrospectively that I have recognized that and some people thrive I thrive don't get me wrong I thrived on it and when we were busy and pumping I loved it with a passion but it's about balance is what you're saying and so yes. I'm just thinking about though everybody listening right now and their level of that and how extreme a busy environment, salon environment is. And what you're saying is like, how do we find the balance for yourself to combat that? If you're high energy here, when do you get the low time? Right. What are some things that we can think about to understand maybe where we are on that scale? Like yeah. just to point us in the right direction. Yeah. Well, I think you can look at what exhausts you and what really um, energizes you, right? So that's that's one thing that's really powerful is to even look in your day-to-day activities, look at what you're doing in your business, like all the little things you do, which ones energize you, which ones completely deplete you. So that's just such a powerful discernment to start to look at even like the actions we take. You can do that with people too. Who energizes you and who depletes you? What personalities energize Energize you and what personalities deplete you. Um, and you can, you can go back all through your life and kind of look at these patterns. And that is really helpful. I often take my clients back to when they were children before they had too much challenge or trauma or pressure. What did they love to do? What was their natural rhythm? You know, and I kind of look at my two kids, which are complete opposites, right. And kind of understand their human behavior. My oldest daughter is super, super introverted. She gets exhausted by being out in the world. She gets exhausted by too many people. And that's always how she's been since she was a a baby. My little one is like super energetic. She goes crazy if she's not around people 24 seven. So you can see like sometimes in your kids or your family members, people you're close to, you can see kind of how they naturally flow. And then it's just about honoring that right in others and in ourselves. Um, And that's really helpful to start to look at when I was a kid where was I most joyful, right? Where did I lose track of time? And this is one of the things I really love about when you start to to kind of play with energy management. I always say that energy management is the new time management. And that's because time changes depending on how we're operating in our energy. So when we're really in like something we love, when we're operating in our natural rhythm, time expands. But when we're really depleting ourselves, time contracts. And so that's really another way you can kind of look at what's going on in your life and work. 
Um, can I just um, just clarify something there? When you say when you're in your flow, time expands, that means time can disappear without you realising and you're just in the zone and hours can go by and you get lost in it. When time contracts, uh, you're like, shit, how is it 12 o'clock already? And you only thought it was like 9.30. Yeah, okay. Um, I love that. That's really a usable sort of tangible. One of the other things that you said I just want to touch on um, is, you know, who do you, what do you do? that exhaust you? Who do you spend time with that exhaust you? That's a hard, I don't know what your thoughts are. I feel like that's a hard one to tune into and be okay with with being okay with that. <laughs> like if I think about, um, do you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. Or I don't want to spend time. I have to minimize the amount of time I spend with that person because that is exhausting or, what, or whatever that may be. Is that true? Is it a hard thing sometimes to let go of or come to terms with the fact that, okay, I don't want to do this anymore? Yeah, I I do think that it can be challenging. But one of the things that I love to employ is just curiosity, right? Just get curious about it. Like sometimes people are so scared to get honest about what they're really feeling or how they best Mm. operate. But if you can just let yourself get honest, you don't have to do anything with it, right? You can explore it. You can journal about it. You can think about it. You can feel into it. You don't have to necessarily go out and crash up all your relationships, right? It's just to get curious, like, why is it that that person depletes you? Why is it that, you know, when you're around them in this instance, they deplete you, but when you're around them in this instance, they don't, right? Because it can really just help you kind of understand what you need. And then we don't have to, we don't have to lose our relationships. We can actually have better relationships by communicating, hey, I get really drained when this happens. Can we do this? Or, hey, you know, would you mind if if we operate this a little bit differently, right? You can start to negotiate and communicate what you need when you understand what it is that's actually happening for you. Yeah. And doing that in a way that doesn't have to take anything away from the relationship or the experience. Um, I want to touch on just very quickly this idea of, transformational leadership instead of transactional leadership um this is something that you kind of brought to the table and i'm curious about it because i think it's very relevant for self-management which we've been talking about um Mm -hmm. but also leadership and relationships with with our team talk to me a little bit about about the difference between the two Yeah. So transactional leadership is actually what we think of with leadership. So some people might say it's power over instead of power with it's hierarchical, you know, so someone is above, someone is below. um, And it, it also is about rewards or punishments. Right. So, and we do this with our kids. We do this with our employees. We do this with the people in our lives. We do this with our partners. Right. We, we kind of operate and negotiate and get what we need through rewards and punishments. Well, that's very transactional. And that's why we call that transactional leadership. And even a lot of people in the world who are claiming that they're doing transformational leadership, they're still operating in some form of transactional leadership. Now, transformational leadership, there's a lot of definitions around that. A lot of people have viewpoints on that. My viewpoint of transformational leadership is when we are fully operating in our full potential, when we are happy, when we are fulfilled, when we are integrated, when we are excited about our lives, when we've handled kind of our own internal stuff. It's not that we have to go out and 
and like operate as leaders or show the world where leaders or influence others. We naturally influence people. We naturally inspire people because of how we're living as ourselves. And so that's a very, very different way to look at leadership, but a really, really powerful one. Yeah, I love that. It's very easy to fall into transactional and functional. Um, And it's a little bit harder to step into transactional. Would that be true? Yeah, it's definitely harder to step into transformational when we still have stuff we haven't dealt with, right? So my whole thing is that personal development is the key. I mean, when I was a business coach for decades, I kind of took my business coach off of my you know head last year. But when I was a business coach for decades, we never really worked that much on the business. We did the personal development work because so often that's the stuff that has the most impact and the ripple effect in our business. And so I think when you handle whatever you're struggling with, when you navigate what's happening internally, it's not necessarily hard to be in transformational leadership because we're, we don't feel like we need to operate in a transactional way. And I think so much of like rewards or punishments or that transactional relationship, it's really like a way we're trying to get our needs met, but we don't know how to communicate or we have default patterns where we kind of have to manipulate or, you know, cajole or over deliver, right? So many women Mm. over deliver is their pattern of control. And so there's all of those kind of things that are happening. And when you handle those, when you stop operating in those patterns, it's effortless to be a leader. And this is the key. All right. Before we wrap up, I want to ask one question. Give me what, give us one on the back of this conversation. One thing that I can step away from listening to this podcast that I should do, like that I can actually go, I listen to Sonia and, I, and I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to do something differently of all of the things because there's lots. Yeah. What are you going to suggest? What do you think is out? What's the one thing that we should do now? The most important thing is to become aware of your energy. Like there's nothing that can top that. So sitting down, you literally can make a two column list. What Mm -hmm. energizes me? What drains me? Right. Just start there. It's so simple, but the awareness that comes from that changes everything. So that is what I would suggest if you need one takeaway. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. I think exactly. And my challenge to you listening now is to find the time to go and do that. I know a lot of you listen to this podcast while you're driving to work, going for a walk, or you're doing the dishes, but make that mental note to go back, do the two column list, sit down. It's a five minute job, but maybe a transformational task at hand. Yeah. Um, All right. Sonia, being a business owner yourself, what would you say is a quote or a mantra or something that keeps you focused and forward or something that you're focusing on at the moment that you can share with our salon owners. Yeah, you know, there's there's two things I wanted to share, and both of them are kind of quotes that I use on a regular basis that are something I developed, you know, through kind of my work with others. But one is that growth is a removal process. I think so often we believe that growth is like adding more on our to-do list, adding more things, becoming more, doing more, but it's actually removing what's no longer serving us. It's, you know, ending relationships and patterns and behaviors and things on our list that don't matter. And so when you look at it that way, 
it's such a relief, right? And that we can grow without having to add more into our lives and our to-do list. Um, And the other quote that I really love is that you are worthy just by breathing. So many of us are like struggling to be good enough, right? Or to do good enough or to be successful. We're chasing after these things in our businesses. And we feel like we're not worthy unless we get A, B, C, D. But really, we're worthy from the second we're born, from the moment we take that first breath. And that's all we have to do to be worthy. So I think those are two important things. Yeah, I love both of those uh, a lot. I really appreciate that. All right. What is a, a book, a resource, a podcast, or something that you think all business owners should get their hands on? Okay. Well, a couple things. So I love Brene Brown. I think she is just this amazing person who navigates a lot of the internal stuff that we struggle with vulnerability and shame and the stuff that gets in our way. So I think anything from her is amazing. Her books and her podcasts are awesome. Um, I also like for a lot of people, I have my own podcast called women in the business arena. And I have about 240 episodes, I think. And so there's some really juicy things in that podcast because it's not just about the structures that we have to do in our business. It's a lot about the internal stuff that we have to navigate. So those are some really great things. Obviously all of it is wrapped around the personal development piece. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make sure we put uh, the link to those in the show notes of this episode. Sonia, I know people are going to want to stalk you, find out where you are. So where are your, uh, your dub dub and your socials? Will you share that with us? Yes. So soniastatman.com is where you can find everything that I'm doing right now. And pretty much my name is the only name in the world that Sonia Statman. So if you put me in Google, you can find all my social media and everything that you need. That would not be common that many people can say that. I love it. I know. It's it's a blessing. Thank you so much for the time you've given us today. I really appreciate it. It's been a great conversation. Oh, thank you. It's been my pleasure. And that's a wrap. Sonia, I absolutely adored meeting with you and chatting and having you on the podcast. I think this is a topic that I know as a business owner we can never get enough of. People pleasing and burnout can be so detrimental to our success in our business. but. It can take years of living in burnout and overwhelm to realize that something needs to change. So if you feel like you need something to change in your life, to become a happier, healthier, healthier, better version of yourself, then this is a sign you've been waiting for. If you're a salon owner and you're feeling like you want to change mindset so you can start living the life that you've always wanted, well, that's perfect. I have a few spots available this month. So if you want to work with me, then let's click the apply now button in the show notes of this episode. Otherwise, I look forward to tuning in with you again, same time, same place next week on the podcast. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.